0: Well, good afternoon, everyone. Happy to have you along. I'm Dwight Henry, your host on the chat, and I'm very glad to to uh, introduce to you uh, someone that I met not the two just a few weeks ago, and uh, and I'm just looking forward to talking with him so much. Delbert Oatsville is my guest today. He's pastor here in Cooper at Calvary Baptist Church. Delbert, Pastor Pastor Delbert, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it so much.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I look forward to,
0: to for our audience to get to know you better and me get to know you better, and appreciate you taking time to visit with us today.
1: Well, amen. I'm looking forward to getting to know people yeah. in the area yeah. here.
0: Well, now you, and By the way, Calvary Baptist, and I want to talk some, um, about mm-hmm. your church before sure. we, uh, our uh, show's over today, but you shared with me the other day when we first met, been a few weeks ago now, uh, the story of your coming to the Lord. I just yeah. thought that was fascinating uh, how a young boy about your age at the time mm-hmm. shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with you, and it changed your life. Tell tell our audience that story, if you would. Will you do that? Well, I
1: sure will. I'd love to. I I tell it a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, Well, I was uh, 10 years of age, and we had moved from Illinois up to Wisconsin, and we moved across the street from a a little Baptist church out in the country, and uh, of course, back in those days... Basically, all you did uh, from morning till night is you played outside, Uh, a little bit different than today, but uh, I was outside playing, and the neighbor boy across the street, who happened to be the pastor, son of that church... You didn't know that at the time. I did not know that. He just came over, and he says, uh, we were outside playing together, and all of a sudden, he asked me a question... Uh, which I had never heard of, Uh, he says, Are you saved? And, of course, I had not been in church or hadn't grown up in in a Christian home, so I didn't know what he meant by that and i just said uh save from what and <laughs>
0: well, we we think as christian church people that that they know the language but yeah. you you there that you, that was totally alien to you, you had no idea what he was talking about
1: yeah i thought maybe he meant was i saved from running in front of a car i, I had no <laughs> yeah. no idea what he was talking yeah. about and so uh he proceeded to say to me uh do you have jesus in your heart there again uh some of the Christian lingo that we use sometimes, forgetting that uh, there are people who are unsaved or do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, who do not understand that language. And I said, "What is Jesus, and how do I put it in my heart?" Literally, you had
0: never, as a ten-year-old boy, you Jesus was a name. You had no idea who he was talking about or what he was talking
1: about. No idea. And then he proceeded and he asked me do I know God? And I said, "Well, yeah, I believe in a God." And he and then he took out a pocket New Testament out of his pocket and he
0: now I think that I don't commend to keeping, but I'm sitting here thinking, eleven year old boy with a New Testament in his, in his pocket, back pocket. Now that's that's almost kind like of like it was
1: his Bible, like yeah. it was his pocketbook in his back pocket.
0: Yeah, and he just took it out right then. He said, yep. "Go
1: ahead, share yeah. it. That, At, this is a, it's an incredible story. Yeah, yeah, and he took me to John three sixteen, and i had never heard that. And he said, "For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son." He said, "That's Jesus." and i said okay god had a son named jesus i didn't know that and he said yeah and jesus uh uh was god's son and god sent his son and he continued to read the verse that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life wow and uh uh i had uh not heard that before and he says have you heard of hell i said well yeah, I, I I believe there's a hell. He says, have you heard of heaven? I said, yeah, I hope I go to heaven. Um, But I never knew, I never heard before that I had to believe upon Jesus in order to go to heaven. I assumed that people who were good went to heaven, people who were bad went to hell. Uh, but I had never heard anybody tell me before that. he's He was 11 and I was 10 at the time. And... Uh, he told me that I need to 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 believe on Jesus, and he says do you want to do that, and I said yes, and I prayed right then and asked the Lord to save me, and I said I believe on your Son Jesus who died for my sins, and and uh, that wow. that was amazing, and and what a blessing! The fact that the importance of sharing your faith like that at all ages.
0: A, he's an eleven-year-old boy. You yeah. were ten. Yep. he had the knowledge the boldness the mm-hmm. whatever yeah. to 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 pull out a, and and yeah. when you start talking he pulls out a new testament and begins to talk to you well yeah. that that challenges all of us doesn't it it does it does it, it challenges sure does. all of us you know i i read not too long ago pastor that um, uh uh uh, I'm teaching an evangelism class at our church Bible school, and I read that the average qu- Christian—and I don't know how they define average, you know, in that mm-hmm. context—but but one on one, the average Christian leads a person to the Lord once every 33 years. Mm. Now that that that, indicts that us is,
1: all. That is, you that know, does. because
0: we are called. All of us are called yeah. to be ministers of reconciliation. Yeah. Some people can sing, some people teach, some people like pastor like mm-hmm. you, but all of us are ministers yes. of reconciliation. We've got that opportunity. That's We've right. We've got that opportunity to share what's happened to us. Yeah. And here's this eleven year old boy with that conversation yeah. changed your life.
1: That's exactly right. And you know, we we think about the great commission that you were just talking about, uh, and we sometimes think that we, don't have, we have to have a certain gift in order to be a witness for Christ. But ob- obviously, all of us are commissioned by God to witness for Christ. And that little 11-year-old boy at that time, it was back in uh, 1970. Wow. That little 11-year-old boy shared Christ with Well, wow,
0: we've th- got about a minute left in this segment. I want to continue this conversation. But what happened after that? I mean, did you, you, you went to a church pretty quickly after I, that, right? I did.
1: I did. I went to the church real fast. Uh, he invited me to church, to come to church with him. Actually, they were having revival meetings with uh, Evangelist Pete Rice, and I went. And uh, one of the nights of the revival meetings, he was preaching on hell. And I knew then and there, I surely, when he described hell, I never heard hell like that, but I knew I, I knew I didn't want to go to hell, so I went and I went forward when the preacher gave the invitation I says you know I I prayed a prayer I I think I'm going to heaven but I surely want to make sure and so he had someone deal with me and make sure that I knew the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. So when you left that
0: church service, I mean, you'd already, you already just he just confirmed that you'd confirmed. done what you needed to do, Yep. and there you were, and uh, and you became a new creature in Christ Jesus, a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's right. Christ, and he was your hope of glory, mm-hmm. and you were forever different. Amen. You were forever different. That's right. Hey, yep. we're talking with uh, Pastor Delbert, Delbert Oatesville today. He's pastor of Calvary Baptist Church here in Cookville. We're back with more in just a moment. Happy to have you with us on the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My guest today is the pastor of Calvary Baptist Church here in Coopville, Pastor Delbert Oatesville. And Pastor, we just heard uh, the story of your becoming a Christian as a 10-year-old boy uh, who was witnessed to by an 11-year-old boy, and he led you effectively to Mm. the Lord. Amen. Man, that's wonderful. That's right. And then you went to a church service where a revival was going on. You walked up and said, "Hey, here's what I prayed." They worked. They shared some scripture with you, confirmed that in your heart, uh, and then there came a point in time when uh, you felt God's call to the ministry. Tell us how that happened.
1: Yeah, that uh, actually happened when I was probably about another year later, probably when I was about eleven. No kidding, eleven year old. Of course, from that time when I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, I had a hunger. Uh, for the scripture and i believe that first year i read through the bible about five times as, as a, an 11, as a 10 year and 11 year old boy. boy and i knew that god uh want there was some things of course in the scripture i didn't quite understand but uh, as i was reading through it i knew that uh god wanted me to live for him and serve him and uh so i uh, surrendered to him i said lord uh Whatever you want me to do, I, I'm willing to do it at that time. And I remember even going to grade school in fifth grade and sixth grade, in fact, even all the way up into junior high, wearing a tie, taking my Bible to to school, the public school. And some of the kids would call me preacher man, And uh, but that was okay. And uh, so anyhow, I knew, and, I, and God confirmed that in my life. But so uh, I
0: was an 11-year-old boy. Yeah. You read the
1: Bible through five that, times four or five first year. Yeah, wow. First yep.
0: year. First year.
1: Incredible. Yep. Yeah. But I also knew uh obviously I, I I as I went to public school and uh as I was in school, I I kind of got mixed up with some wrong friends. I remember I was I've shared this story before, but I remember um going to church and uh for in our youth group, in our in our Christian youth group in church, and we were on a hayride. It was in the fall, and we were on a hayride. And some of the other uh, teens—we were—I was probably thirteen years old at the time—and uh, some of the other teens were doing some things that, obviously, as a as as a teen and as Christians, especially, we shouldn't be doing. And uh, I rebuked them for it. I said, you know, that is not something we should do. And uh, of course they they kind of brushed me off made fun of me a little bit but uh, but as time went on and I and, and and I look back and I say well why did I stay and uh, hang around those uh, young people and I did but after a while I got to the point where I never said anything when they did some of the things that they were doing that were wrong instead I would uh, go along or just not not participate, but I wouldn't do anything about it. I wouldn't say nothing to him. But then after a while, it got to where I not only didn't say anything, I actually started participating with him, and I went away from the Lord for probably until I was 20 years old. Uh, I had gotten away from the Lord. In fact, when I uh, met my wife, I wasn't living for the Lord. I was still attending the church once in a while, and I, wanted, I knew I needed to get married in the church, and... Uh, went and counseled with the pastor about getting married. And, uh, of course, he told my wife she had to be saved in order for he he would even marry us. Uh, And uh, so obviously, the Lord spoke to my heart. I got uh, convicted about the life I was living at that particular time. And uh, then I started, a friend of mine said, you need to be back in church again, and I went back to church, started going back to church. This was in your early
0: 20s. Yeah, yeah, but I
1: wasn't serving the Lord like I was like I, like you wanted me to, and it wasn't until I was actually 37 years old, I went to a heart, it was called a heart conference, it was a preaching thing with another pastor, and of course I wasn't a pastor at that time, and I went as a, as a layman with him. And God spoke to my heart, and He said, "You know, you surrendered to, you surrendered your life to Me, but yet you've been doing what you wanted to do, and I think it's time you actually started doing what I have asked you to do." As a 37-year-old man, yeah, as a 37-year-old Probably man, married with children, I guess, married. Maybe. My children are, yeah, my 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 daughter was already in. As a teenager already at that time, wow! And we had actually, my wife and I were successful in business. We had a restaurant and a motel. And where, What state? Up in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, yeah. And um, I was a businessman. We had yeah. several properties, uh, commercial buildings, residential buildings. We rented, and uh, I remember coming home and telling my wife, "I've uh, the Lord's called me to the ministry to be a pastor." And, and you she's just, like, you
0: knew that in your heart. <laughs> yes, I and did. And here you are with a motel and what else now? I had
1: a motel, I had a restaurant at the time, and several rental properties and commercial no buildings. And, uh, and and I said, now you know you're supposed to be in ministry. Or yes, moving that direction. Yep, that's right. Wow. Yeah. So at it was mid-life like life almost. Yes, in midlife. Yeah, that's right. And i had I had been doing what I wanted to do instead of what the Lord wanted me to do. And you know that, and you, and
0: once you know that you're supposed to move in a different direction,
1: and I, I, I went through that as
0: a mm-hmm. hospice chaplain. Yep. You know, you, you, nothing is going to fulfill you and bring exactly. you total peace until you take that step. And that's exactly right. And boy, you had you had uh, some business
1: to sell, or
0: mm-hmm. or or maybe at least move in a different direction. Yeah, I boy, did. What a
1: story is that. I did. We actually. Uh... We 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 then begin to and and it was just you could see God's hand in it as we started to put properties up for sale. I mean uh, a motel at that time that we had out by the interstate. Um, uh, that particular time it was pretty hard to sell some of that that kind of those kind of things in the restaurant. Yeah. But God just worked in it, and we just seen God send someone along just at that right time when we needed it to be sold and and God just worked that all out because I had surrendered to him now because you started taking steps in that direction right. Exactly. you started moving in the direction
0: God wanted you to go you started obeying mm-hmm. and, there were, and and things started to happen that needed to
1: happen to get you mm-hmm. to where God wanted you That's to be That's exactly right. That's the power of obedience, yep. isn't it? Yep, and to see God's hand upon it. That's yeah. right. To see his hand even in how when we went to sell and how well, that ain't gonna work. Uh you know, things happen. There uh I remember one of the time the realtor comes and says, Well, that's not gonna go through and this isn't gonna happen because of this and but just to see how God worked all that out in, and And you're sitting here today yep.
0: in Cookville, Tennessee, yeah, pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. That's right. And of course this is not your first stop, but when we come back yep. we wanna talk about yeah. what happened after you sold that, moved into the ministry. And then found your way to to our neck of the woods, and I'm glad you did. I am too. Amen. Pastor Delbert Oatesville is our guest today on the chat. We're so happy to have him with us. We're glad you're here. Stay with us. The chat continues in just a moment. Hey, we're back on the chat. Glad you're here. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, Pastor Delbert Oatsful, is my guest today. What a story that you have shared with our audience today, Pastor, first coming to the Lord as a 10-year-old boy through the witness of an 11-year-old boy, moving into a life where you're 37 years old, uh god and you have businesses of your own mm-hmm. wow god calls you into the ministry at about midlife you begin mm-hmm. to uh liquidate those businesses begin to sell those businesses you see god's hand moving mm-hmm. in in uh, what could be difficult situations and then uh, so you start to take steps so in the final segment here let's talk about
1: so your move to the to pastor how did that happen Well, um, obviously, I was. I began to. The pastor uh, of the church at that time began to instruct me about uh, getting some classes. And you were in Wisconsin, and I was in Wisconsin. We still at the at the time we were still trying to run our businesses, but I was taking classes through uh, correspondence, and um, so I was doing that. And about the time, uh, probably we, I think we were getting ready to sell. Uh, the motel, I believe it was at that particular time. and uh, the church that I was in, the pastor was leaving, and another pastor was coming on. and that pastor uh, that came on, as he came, he 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 told the church, I needed somebody to help me uh, to be an assistant with me. and uh, he knew me. He said, uh, uh, he knew I was going through uh, classes for to be a pastor, and he said, would you be willing to be my assistant? And the church called me then as his assistant. And then I was his assistant for two years. And then he left because of some health issues. And that church was looking for a pastor. Well, of course, I was um, uh, still taking classes for to be a pastor. But uh, I said, you know what? Until you do call a pastor, I will be willing to help and fill in. And I yeah. did. And I filled in for five months, actually, yeah. helping the church As they were looking for a pastor, well, as I did that, the church came up to me. Some of the guys in the church, they says, "Uh, "You know, you've been filling in as our pastor. Would you just consider being our pastor?" And I said, "Really? (laughs) I I was (laughs) really used to
0: running motels." Yeah, (laughs) and so
1: I I said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, you've been doing the job uh, for five five months. You've been doing the 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 job and doing a good job, and we're just like." You to be our pastor and would you consider that? And I said, Yes, I would. And and uh, then the church uh, wow. voted to call me as their pastor. Which the same pastor if- what I was a I was a deacon in before that. Sure. And, and you pastor. did that for a number of years up there. I did that. Uh, actually I was the pastor of that church then nineteen years. Wow. So wow. now had
0: it's an incredible story uh how your, your get transition down <laughs> yeah how did how, how
1: did you find yeah. uh middle yeah. tennessee so or yeah. how did it find you yeah that was uh <laughs> kind of well i knew i knew the area my wife and i had been coming down to this area we were actually we had a place in crossville and uh, so i knew the area uh, a friend of mine happened to be down here he has a place over in crossville and uh he was down here and there's church here at Calvary Baptist Church here in uh, Cookville. Which is on Oak Kentucky Road. Which is on Oak, Oak County, Kentucky, uh-huh. yep. And uh, they were without a pastor. The pastor, uh, the former pastor, Tony Deason, had passed away. The church had been at that particular time when he first called me, uh, a little over two years without a pastor. And he said, I'm kind of filling in, helping him out. He said, would you pray for this church? And I said, absolutely. So I started praying that this church down here in Cookville would get a pastor. Well, little uh, did you know. (laughs) Little did I know. uh, I had read uh, through Isaiah many times over the years, and for some, obviously the Lord uh, used Isaiah chapter 6. As I was reading through the Scripture one day, uh, Isaiah chapter 6, where where Isaiah says, uh, where God says to Isaiah, who, whom, who will go for me? Whom shall I send? Who's going to go for me? And uh, I thought, as I read that, are you talking to me? Are you really wanting me? I mean, I've been praying that they'd get a pastor. And I said, well, you know, I guess. Uh, uh, and the guy that called me, he was kind of joking around with me. And I told him, no, I wouldn't be interested in that. So then I called him back up because I said, this, you're not going to believe what just happened. I just read this and uh the lord spoke to me and I, I i i said no too fast i said i better pray about it some more and i'm considering it and so then god opened those doors and this is where he led me and wow and uh you know been here a little over a year now isn't the word of god
0: an amazing thing it is it is here here you took something that the holy spirit inspired a prophet mm-hmm. 700 years before jesus christ was born
1: that's right to
0: write right and you pick it up and read it and it becomes alive in your heart. That's right. And directs you to Cookville, Tennessee. That's right. And that, that is how it works. I went to dignified I'd shout, you know.
1: <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Wow, so that that is
0: exactly how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And here you are. And you've been you've been in Cookville a year and a half or so? Uh, yep. Just a little over a year. Year January first. Yeah. It was and, a year. And at Calvary Baptist Church and yep. uh, now where are your meeting times, Pastor?
1: Well we have uh we have Sunday school at ten A ten AM on Sunday. We have Sunday morning service then at eleven. And then we uh actually when we get done with our service on Sunday morning, we all just have lunch together. Do you really yeah, every Sunday. So wow. we have uh There at the church? We, we have a Baptist buffet every Sunday. Chicken. <laughs> well, all kinds of stuff. Every, yeah. And uh yeah, and so we have that every Sunday. There at the church. Right at the church. And then yeah. right after church, right after lunch, we go into the auditorium where we have our afternoon service at one thirty. Okay. And then uh and then we have a midweek service on Wednesday nights at seven o'clock and we have a Bible study and prayer time together. so That is wonderful. Yep. And you know, as I sit here and listen, we've got about a minute
0: and a half left in the mm-hmm. show today. But what I hear is, you know, boy, you just took some steps of obedience. Right. You listened to that 11-year-old boy as a 10-year-old, mm-hmm. yep. even though you were midlife, a businessman, when God said, hey, you, uh, you, I'm calling you to me, you took those steps. Yep. You know, uh, that speaks volume to folks who may be listening today, you know, uh, who who may sense that. God is leading them to do something. It mm-hmm. may be pastor, maybe minister, yeah. maybe something else, but it just pays to listen to that voice and take those steps,
1: does it, it not? It, it sure does. And obviously, you know, you know, even Jesus said in John there, he says, If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Yeah. If you love me, you're going to be obedient. Yeah. And uh obedience is the key to living the Christian life. Being obedient to what God tells you to do and when he tells you to do it. And you know what? He takes care of all the details every single time. You don't ever have to
0: worry because he takes care of everything. I heard somebody say one time, if you take care of God's business, he'll take care of yours. That's
1: exactly right.
0: We just got to step out in faith. Yep. And do what, uh, and do and and follow that leading. Yep. And and if we miss it sometime, God's not going to box our ears. And you know, and, but but uh, but it's it's just good to listen to that still small voice. It That's really right, because yeah. He's always good.
1: Yeah, He's always. Pastor, good.
0: thank you so much. It's been good to to visit with you today. Good to meet you. And uh, now your service time on Sunday morning is
1: at eleven o'clock, 11 o'clock. on Sunday morning, everyone. and then you
0: eat a big buffet. Yep. Come back after lunch for a Sunday afternoon service. Yes. Don't be surprised if I show up sometime. All later. right. We'd love to have you. <laughs> Amen. Pastor Deborah Oatesville has been our guest today. He pastors Calvary Baptist Church here in Cookville. So happy to have him with us. Glad you could join us. Join us next time for the chat.